0: All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday? Fuck, I said Tuesday. Oh, shit. My my brain tripping, my brain tripping. Beautiful Wednesday, people. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I hope y'all having a beautiful day. I'm having a good one myself. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been pretty smooth. Then had some off days in a row, so everything going kind of light with the patch spot to hit when brother got work it out straight. But I hope y'all having a good rest of the all day. But I I was looking at uh now nah, it may it's not as much as it was, but I was looking at The Walking Dead right. I still watch The Walking Dead. I know a lot of people then fell off of watching The Walking Dead after after Rick Grimes died. I we know. And and let's be frank, if you're going to kill Rick Grimes, you have to keep Carl. But there that is. And even though Rick Grimes really isn't dead, he's, he's doing the movies for The Walking Dead and shit like that. Andrew Lincoln doing all that. But he's not in the main show anymore. That's neither here nor there now. So, I was looking at The Walking Dead. Me and my brother watching The Walking Dead. Walking Dead used to, at one point... The Walking Dead beat out Sunday Night Football for like four or five weeks straight. Sunday Night Football. This ain't just no little bullshit. It beat out Sunday Night Football. So this is how you can tell it's one of the biggest shows ever in TV history. Right? That's what it was. And Game of Thrones, smartly... Does their shit on the other on the other end. Where they don't have to compete with football or anything like that. Which is very smart business planning. And that's just smart all around. Because you don't got to deal with the bullshit of having to do football. And you're the only big time show in that slot. That's why sometimes it actually is good to formulate your show around that time. But now we're past that. So I was watching it and if y'all know they are going against the whispers right now now me i i read comics all right um i didn't read the all the walking dead comics i i read some of them i didn't get up to the whispers but i did watch stuff on the whispers i read i looked at things like comic story and on youtube yada 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 so i i pretty much knew the background of the walking dead comics and all that but this is to get <laughs> This is to get around my big point right here. Because, man, I've just been jabbering. But The Walking Dead is predicated outside of Rick Grimes. Which is fucking amazing character. Like, great character to build up. Outside of Rick Grimes. The vi- even Even with him there. The villains make the show and then that that started to spark a debate with me and my brother, and then I end up having to call my cousin i, I started start talking uh a couple of friends of mine from uh that that live in other states and all that we 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 have a conversations, and I'm like, bro, if we being frank, the villains are the people that make the shows. They said now I nigga, mean, what you talking about?" What you talking about the villains make the shows? I'm like, if it's not for the villain, the damn heroes, it's nothing, it's not compelling if you don't have a good villain. The, The character can be beloved. Now, what you have to do in this situation, I believe you have to throw out, you have to throw out Game of Thrones in this situation. Which I'm so excited they're doing the prequel series and all of that. Even though they ain't doing the one from a thousand years ago, they're doing the one from 300 years ago. Which I'm really excited for. And let's be frank, even though we all hated the last season, we're going to watch the prequel series, people. Right, that's just a point of order. We're all going to watch the fucking prequel series. That's just if, no if and buts about it. Let's be frank. We're, we're pissed off in the moment, but we're going to watch it but we have to throw game of thrones out of it and also it brings me to the point of like how how tv shows all of a sudden get safe they they get real safe like game of like they they started out they start out gunning for it they start out going crazy gunning and everything like that because you're you're trying to get your your show uh for another season so when, especially when you don't think you're gonna get another season, you you do all you can because you finally got your show greenlit, and you do all you can, and you make the show fucking amazing. That is why people. I know I am all over the place, but that is why, that the second season people always have a problem with the second season of shows, and the third season. Because and how it doesn't compare to the first season is simply because they threw everything they had in the first season and they didn't think they were going to get a second season. So now when you when you basically shoot your whole load in the first season, when you you let the hundred round clip go and all of a sudden you looking like your target isn't dead. And they coming back for round two, and you gassed out. Now you got to come up with another game plan, and you just got to sustain it. That is often why season twos of shows never quite live up to the first season. Yet again, Game of Thrones is an anomaly because season two of it built on season three. Season two. The fact that they killed this, that is the one thing that made Game of Thrones one of the greatest shows of all time. The fact that you kill the main character, the top build actor in the first season that everybody spawned from, that he had branches leading off to every other character in the show, you kill him and you all and and you try for the show to sustain itself. You hope that the show can sustain itself because it's like if this works we're going to be legends for it. But that is the time to kill the main character people. Because you don't want a walking dead situation when you kill not kill but you you throw out the main character in like season eight after he's beloved and he has become unkillable. Because they there is a point where I, I know the Walking Dead always puts it like they put it on that character like oh they're just unkillable like uh like anybody I mean not unkillable like they put it on a character like it, It gets framed in people's heads like you can't like anybody can die. They want it like anybody can die at any moment in this uh, in this apocalypse. Well, people have it in their heads, whether y'all want to or not, or whether y'all want to admit it or not. People have it in their heads that that character right there is unkillable. Unless it's a contract situation. That character is unkillable for show reasons. If you're gonna kill the main character of a show, you have to do what Game of Thrones did and kill their ass in the first in the first season. That way, people don't get as a, don't get super attached to him because people got attached to Rick Grimes after this nigga survived the basically the third season. After everybody was like, "Oh, he's he's Rick Grimes," after he survives the governor, oh yeah, then you're like, "Oh, that's the Rick Tator right there. That's him. That's him. It's him over everybody, basically." All right, that that's what you have to do. So shows end up blowing the whole wide in the first season. Game of Thrones is an anomaly, and you get the the one offs. You get the one-offs and then the season twos are just not as strong. One of the reasons why they're not as strong. Is because the villain from season one isn't there anymore. Or now the villain because the writing has softened up. Because now you have to plan more for the season. And this is the thing now that you have the season two. Now all you want now is a season three. So so now you're planning around for the next season. Already while you're writing season two, you're already planning for season three instead of just focusing on season two. That's often why you get lackadaisical writing and you get shit stuff happening with a television show. Like take take power for example, right? Power had an amazing season one. Season one of Power was pure greatness, right? It, especially, especially for the for the black people. i right? We we've seen a show for like we we were all watching, not just black people anyway. Everybody was watching Power season one. Everybody, they were watching season one, and they were so enthralled with it because you're looking at. A drug dealer. Basically you looking like super fly to show. That's what you looking at. Drug dealer got a club. He he a family man. He a functioning drug dealer. Moving serious weight. And he a street nigga doing street nigga shit. But also can step out. Wear a suit and everything like that. You looking at that. And you loving it. And he got this thing going on. with With the lawyer. The ADA. And you're like yeah buddy. And all that. You loving it. Season two comes around. Season two was good. Season two was good. I like to think season two was it wasn't better than season one, but it was it wasn't a drop off. It was not a drop off. But then you get to season three. Season three wasn't trash. I it wasn't but you can still you can see the decline from season 1 and season 2 you can i actually think season 2 really built upon season 1 so you can see it steadily climbing season 3 was like oh the you can see the writing on the wall like all oh, the bullshit is here season 4 was shit season 5 was shit it, it's a damn train wreck it's a train wreck so you can you can slowly see that the 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 writing is getting trash and the villains aren't really as sustained as they were in the first season like yeah that's just that's just what what it is it, the writing suffers and shows become shit it is it just is what it is not everybody can be A Game of Thrones where the fact that like even Game of Thrones, it kind of switches philosophy to becoming more writing based to becoming more action based. And it works. It works. Like other shows like uh, look what 13 Reasons Why. Perfect example. Perfect example. 13 Reasons Why came from a book. Now, the reason why the first season was so amazing was you had the script right in front of you as a book. It was amazing. Great first season of the show. Right. They didn't think they were getting a season three. The only reason they made, a, I mean, a season two. The only reason they made two more seasons was for a money grab. That was it they made it because they made so it was such a cultural phenomenon for the first season that that they had to make another season just because the money was so good and they made a season 3 because it it was probably not not saying it was cheap to make, but it was reasonably priced to make, and they were gonna make a shit ton of money off the back end. That that's another reason. You don't think you're getting a season a season two, so you put all your eggs in the basket and make a beautiful a a beautiful masterpiece right there, and now you gotta come back to the table. For season two, you happy because, A, that's more money in your pocket. You get to do your thing. But now you got to come up with how do we navigate these waters. Look at uh House of Cards. I think House of Cards probably has one of the best first seasons in television history. And I will put that up against a lot of shows. Some of the most compelling shit in television history, I think. The first season. The second season, I think, is subpar to the first season. The third season is trying to get shit back together. Fourth season and fifth season. eh. Trash. But that just is what it is in that moment. But back to the other point of that villains help make the show. Right? Because I'm just jumping around like crazy man today. Just jumping around. Uh or villains. Not just the show. Villains can help make the entire the entire premise of a lot of things. They can villains have made heroes. Batman, Batman has the best roles gallery in in all of comics. Batman has the best roles gallery that is just point blank period it no one even has a comparison to batman's rose gallery because he has to the fact that he is human he has to do so much to to combat these guys superman superman isn't superman is all powerful being all powerful superman can do whatever the fuck he want to do Right? But who is his main villain and his most. Hit, like, the villain that he's more worried about than anybody else? Fucking Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Because he's human and Superman got a problem with killing humans or just killing niggas in general. Right? Is Dark Side Superman's main person when he step in? No, not really. Superman deal with shit and fuck up Dark Side, yada, yada, yada. What does Lex do? Cause he's a thinking man's villain. He thinks of what can fuck up Superman. Dark side just gonna try to go to power with power. How do villains make the heroes? Look at um uh, Walking Dead, right? We got. We got the Governor, best season of the one, the best season of the Walking Dead, the Governor, and Negan. When Rick went against Negan. I think was fucking amazing. And the the intro that Negan had into the show was TV gold. TV gold. I think that was probably what the highest, the highest rated walking dead episode. Uh, One highest rate. I think that is the highest rated walking dead uh, episode because he stepped in, bashed some niggas brains in, And that's what we get done. Moving on to now, we have the whispers with Alpha. Rick is gone. the The season, the boy without Rick, it was Struggle City. I didn't know if I was gonna watch it, but Alpha stepped in, and I was like, "Holy shit, we're in this thing again. We're in this thing. Best seasons of Supernatural. They were going against uh when they went against uh the devil." When when they uh had to go against the angels, when they had main people to go against. Arrow. When he went against uh Malcolm Merlin in the first season. Come on man. When he went against Slade Wilson in the second season. That was the best two seasons of Arrow there was. That's just his. That's just it. It's a bunch of freaking shows that the villains. Have to carry the weight. And not just shows. If you look. I think this. I think this crowns it all. And I'm going to be done on this note. When I'm just talking about villains. Heroes and television shows. I Y'all can tell I watch a lot of fucking TV. And shit like that. When I'm not working out and working. I fucking watch TV. It, Yeah. That's what I do. But. I think this is the end all be all. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. For me. Is the best comic book movie. That I've ever seen. I think it just. I think it just is. Also I like Captain America. The Winter Soldier. I think that's one of the best ones too. And Iron Man. But. We're going to keep it. Of course the Avengers movies and shit like that. The Avengers movies was great. But I think number one for me. Is the Dark Knight. Not only. Was. Heath Ledger. Did he raise that movie up. To status. That could not be touched. He brought. Christian Bale to cuz Batman Begins was good. It was it was really good. But it can't even sniff The Dark Knight. Neither can The Dark Knight Rises. And Tom Hardy is the shit. And it can't even touch it simply because Heath Ledger was so good as the villain that it made the story so Compelling. He wasn't even in a bunch of the movie. It's just the scenes he was in. He stole it. Like he may have been in. Pro- that movie is like I think two hours and fifteen minutes, some some along those lines, and I think Heath Ledger was probably in about. 35 minutes, 40 minutes of the movie total. Total. And just everything it was in, he stole it. He stole the show. He made you look. And that is the prime example. why I believe that the villains make the shows. Because if you have a villain... Like, you can even have a subpar hero. But the villain would make them rise to the occasion. And would make people look at it. Simply because that bad guy is so compelling. And that's what people want to see. Compelling storytelling. I would love to make a TV show one day. Or, or a movie or something like that. That... That is something that I actually plan on doing at some part of my life, like producing a show or a movie or something along those lines. Because I believe it would be so cool to do some shit like that and just to be there through the the editing room, the filming, the script writing, all of it. Just to see how it comes together and then see it come to life on the screen. That would be so amazing and that would be so dope to do. And that is one of the things that I do plan on doing in my life. I want to produce or be a part of making a movie or a television show. That should be so fire. I may just put it out on my own network. We never know. But I rambled enough for y'all today, people. I have Y'all know how we end this. Kayla, if you out there, hit me up. You know, and because Struggle City out here, dude. Like, for real. Um, Everything is what it is. And I will see y'all later, people. Y'all have a beautiful rest of y'all day. Have a beautiful time. And hopefully y'all had a good Halloween. Nobody ate too much candy. Y'all went out and partied a lot. I actually missed my party that I was supposed to go to. I'm pissed about it, but hey, maybe it just wasn't for me to do it. But next year, though, it's going to be popping. Y'all have a good one.